Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's you guys from the sidelines. I am your host, 20, a.k.a. Quan. And let me give you my Twitter handle and my Instagram handle. That's going to be Brandon underscore Elite at both Twitter and Instagram. We also have an email, and that's going to be from the sideline guys with an S at Gmail. Hit us up on there if you got any questions, comments, um, ideas that you think that we need to add to the show to get better, or if you just want to, you know, throw us a question that we can answer on the next podcast here. But I'm only one half of your host, so before I, uh, you know, really get into the show here, I'm going to pass it to Mr. Big Ten himself over here, the analyst. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, bro. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that title, too, as well. You know, I wouldn't call myself Mr. Big Ten, you know, but I live and die by, by the Big Ten play. Um, this your boy, Charlie, a.k.a. Bobo as well. What's going on, everybody? Bobo. As well. Um, you call me Bobo, just like my host as well, family and friends as well. My twin hand is Charlie 8606. Ooh, 2-2, 2-2, 2-2, 3-1. Ooh, playoffs. Playoffs, playoffs. But like I always say, Twani, let's get right into it, man. Man, let's get it in. Let's get it in. So you know what it is, people. We're talking about the NBA, these playoff games here. Um, man, been a lot, a lot of good matchups. It's been impressive. It's definitely been better than that first round that we've seen. So uh, neither semifinals, uh, actually none of the semifinals up to this point has uh, disappointed at all. We've seen some. Uh, we've seen some overtime. Games we've seen some overtimes that have been pushed to overtime and pushed to overtime and pushed to overtime. But before we really get into all of that talk here, I want to, you know, saying just kind of talk about who's been the most impressive so far in these playoff matchups here. So, Charlie, I'm gonna pass it to you. Um, let you start it off. Who have you been most impressed with in these uh Eastern Conference semis and these Western Conference semis? You can pick two if you want to, but you know, uh, just let us know, you know, who you, you know, been keeping an eye on, who's been, you know, showing you something. You know, it could be an unexpected player, but you know, let 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 the family know what's what's going oh, on. Appreciate that. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the West. And I'm going to go to the Denver Nuggets. I'm going to go with the young players. Oh, of course. You know, of course. Of course. You got to. But you got to hear me out. You got to hear me out. You got to hear me out. You have a center by far his first playoffs, and this is a Nuggets stat right here. Four posted four triple doubles in his first playoff, first playoff debut. Four. You know who the other two was? Shaquille O'Neal had two. And the other one, I don't want to lie, but I do believe it was Michael Jordan, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But I know, but I do know that Nurkic has posted four triple double, four triple doubles in his, in his, in his first playoff debut as being the playoffs at 20, you know, just under 25. That's impressive to me. That, 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 that's, that's the guy I'm looking at. As well, that not only you can you you averaging over twenty, you averaging over eleven, but you're averaging over ten assists as well as a big man, as a big man. And I'm gonna steal this quote too as well. That is your point center right there. Yes, twenty, your point center right there that can do it all. Got beautiful feet. <laughs> just saying. I'm just. I'm just saying. Where you get that, bro? Where you get I'm that, just, man, bro? Look here. I can't tell you, you where I got it from. Where you get that from, man? <laughs> Your point center. 
Hey, the point center. The point, point center, center, man. <laughs> point center. Yes, sir. Point center. You know, it's the point center, hey, man. You know. Y'all heard but it I, just so y'all go ahead and hit up the email, man. And, please and do. Have it. Please, please do. That is your point center. That is your center. Point center, yes. Because if you if you think about it, his core vision is by far is by far none. And what I mean by that is that the man makes the most passes that you don't even expect. And I mean, whether it's the bounce pass, whether it's over the shoulder pass, whether it's behind the back pass, whether it's just your basic pass, but he's getting everybody involved. He's about to keep about to get everybody involved versus, you know, then get himself involved. That's the type of player that I would want to build my team around. And then you got Murray as well, Jamal Murray, Kentucky product, you know, third year in the league, third or fourth year in the league as well. That's going with Nurkic as well. He's averaging over you know, averaging over 25 as well, that, that can hit the three, you know, that can, that can pull up. Those are my two that I've been impressed with so far in these playoffs. First time in the playoffs for both of them, and look what they're doing. They got their team tied at, you know, team back at two and two in a series with Portland, which we know who Portland are, and they're ready. They're hungry. And Mike Malone got them young boys believing that we could play with anybody. But I'm going to pass it back to you. I'm not saying enough. I'm going to pass it back to you, Twain. Who, who, is, who is your that you've been impressed with. Point it, center, it yeah. Ain't, it, ain't, it definitely ain't the point center. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, man. I'm just, just saying, man. Hey, just saying. It's been a lot of big men that you just kind of not giving credit hey. for. Hey, for the same type of thing. Bringing hey. the ball up the court. You make hey. it bounce fast. It's good passes to get everybody involved. But we're going to say that for another topic here with Mr. Point, hey. point Center. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> but let you talk, man. I'm just, I'm just what he's able to do, what he's able to do in the playoffs, man, it's, it, it's beautiful, man. You know what I'm saying? You're not seeing that from another big man in these playoffs. You're not. You have to get credit when credit due. Average at a triple double? A triple double? Come on, hey. man. Come on now, man. It's good and stuff, but I ain't going to go and make up point center and nothing point like that. Center, you know? <laughs> point center, man. Point center. I ain't going to do that one. Well, yeah, point center, man. Point center. <laughs> All right. So my most impressive player right now, and it's a pretty obvious one, but, you know, um, the man been doing his thing. And I, I, I've been a fan of him, you know, before, you know, saying he really started lighting up the league. Um, but I mean, I, I got to give it to Giannis. You know, Giannis is an unstoppable dude. Ain't nobody he gonna face in these playoffs. You know, in, in this Eastern Conference, and when they and I'm gonna put it out there, when they go to the finals, that's gonna be able to stop that man. Point blank, period. Giannis is that dude. That's the most impressive. You know, and like I said, it's probably obvious because he's probably gonna end up being the MVP of the league um, okay. this year before, when it's all all said and done. But okay. uh, it's it's hard to stop a dude, man, that is just able to get to the rim the way he do. And even when he miss, he's still grabbing his own rebounds and putting them back. You know, he's setting up his teammates. You know, um, he still ain't, you know, the best long ball shooter, but he's starting to knock some of those down against Boston. And right now he has his team up three to one against them. So, I mean, we'll say that, you know, talk the topic for a minute, but just the overall body of work that is what he's able to do it's impressive, you know, yep. and, you know, not taking nothing away from uh, Jokic or anything like that with his triple doubles. But, you know, if Giannis really wanted to, you know, and technically, even though he in a small forward position, he really is a big man. You know, uh, he could play center if he wanted to. 
But if, mm-hmm. if Giannis really wanted to, he could put up some same triple-double type numbers right now. He can bring the ball up the court. He can get, you know, he can play defense. Again, his three-point ball is starting to uh, fall now. You know, his assists, you know, he's getting everybody involved. Just his over total body of work. And, and, and think of it like this, you know, versus last year with his first taste of the playoffs. Now, you know what I'm saying, he, he understands what he has to do to will his team to that win. And that's why I think his is more impressive because of the fact he understands what to do. You know, um, Jokic and Portland, young, uh, you know, um, excuse me, Denver going against Portland, young team. This is his first playoff. He doesn't, you know what I'm saying, have that full understanding. He's still playing the same way that he was doing in the regular season. Nothing wrong with that. But that may cost him in the end. Like I said, we'll, 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 we'll talk about that later. But Giannis had a – had a, a taste of playoff experience, he, you know, he still played the way he did in the regular season in last year's playoff. Now he took it to that next level. He, you know what I'm saying? He's a whole different animal this year, and that's why that's my most impressive player. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll say that because, again, I mean, again, that, that, that's why this is why, you know, we have the show that we have because we're not gonna we're, we're not gonna agree on everything. We we know that. Oh, no you doubt. know what I'm saying? You no know, doubt. of course. So that's why we have the connection that we have that we like, okay, we don't debate. And that's something that we are going to debate on. But I'm not taking none away from Giannis at all. As well, I've always said Giannis was the M V P material from you know, from what he was able to done in the regular season to, you know, into the playoffs as well. You asked the question that who been most impressed. We know what Giannis could do but at the same time, we're talking about a first first player, first year first year playoff player, and he's averaging the keys has four triple doubles and he's damn near averaging triple doubles, screaming language, you know, in the playoffs as well. He's doing that against a spur uh, um a great Popovich Spurs team, you know, and he's he's doing he's going he's doing this against um a a Damian Little, CJ McCullough, Portland uh, Portland Trailblazers team. So you gotta give credit where credit is due as well. But we'll say that from we'll say what I need to say. For that series, but I take my hat off to Giannis as well. I do agree with you saying about Giannis, you know, for what he was do from last year, take what he, what he, what happened from last year, and to bring into these playoffs as well. Bucks and you know, I mean, excuse me, um, Giannis is by far, you know, he's one of the, one of the press players of the playoffs, you know, as well. So I do agree with that okay. as well. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it a step further before we go ahead and get into these uh, playoff mm-hmm. rounds here. But uh, when it's all said and done. Um, these next couple of years, you're probably looking at the next best great player uh, mm-hmm. in the league, taking mm-hmm. over, completely taking over. Mm-hmm. I mean, when it when you already got Wade, you know, about to hang him up, when LeBron decides to, you know what I'm saying, go ahead and shut it down, your next great player, you know, and he could, you know, if LeBron even still playing, he could surpass him while he's still playing. But Giannis mm-hmm. is that, that next dude. He's the next superstar. You ain't seen a superstar in the Bucks uniform since you have to go back to Ray Allen when he was there, Big Dog, Lynn Robinson, and then Sam Cassell. You know, um, that's that you, you had you had three major stars over there. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, Giannis, you know, probably by far has all of them at that maybe you know superstar. Kareem wasn't there that long. He was he he wasn't. There. I mean, he won one over there. He wasn't right. there that long, though, you know, to be considered, like, I mean, that type of superstar. You. He was still under Lou Alcindor then, you know? Okay, and he, I got and he, you. And he won, and he, won he, he won in the early stages when, you know, big man was mm-hmm. out. I get what you're saying and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I don't think he was there long enough, to you know, to really be considered that superstar, you know, uh, okay. over there, the way he was, the mm-hmm. impact he made when he was with the Lakers. That's right. what, you know, that's what I mean. 
Okay. You know, yeah. I agree with you. you. Know, so that that that's how I look at it and stuff. Okay. But you know, let's go ahead and jump into this. Let's go ahead and get into these playoff talks here. You know, um, I'm gonna go ahead and start off. Um, I'm gonna stick right on with Giannis. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start off with my man here. Um, man, uh, after that first loss, and like I had in our last podcast, I talked about it. You know how um, Boston had the game plan and, and give credit where credit was due. You know mm-hmm. they they figured out a little something. And, it, and and but I had I still had the Bucks advancing past this round. Again, uh, I still had the Bucks going to the finals, but I was a little worried because of the fact that, you know, they because uh, the Celtics had figured out a game plan how to handle Giannis, and the rest of his team could not step up. Boy, um, Giannis did exactly what I'm, I'm, I'm talking about here, how he, he wheeled his team. He figured it out. He figured out how to handle the double teams and the, and the traps, and, and even at some points, triple teams. He figured out how he could still get to the rim and not let, uh, allow Boston to stop him from doing what he normally does, you know, allowing his shot to come to him when he's ready to take that shot. But if he want to get to that basket, he's going to get that basket. He want to post up, he's still going to post up. He want to, you know, hit the mid-range jumper, he's going to do that. You know, he got that, and he got everybody involved with him, and they then took off from there. But it's all on the back of Giannis first, and then everybody else second. And then you had other other players stepping up like it was supposed to, and that playing just as bad as as it looked with Giannis in that game one here. So, uh, man, to the point where the Rose done flipped defensively too. Kyrie, you know, who uh, you know a, a, another uh, player I've always been a fan of. Man, he's struggling. He is struggling right now. You know, from his free throws, from his outside shot, he is really struggling right now. And and the rest of his team ain't ain't really giving him no help at all. It's a lot of, you know, it's reverse row. It's a lot of four three-point shots. Even when they, they kind of hanging in there and all of a sudden they right there neck and neck, it's a one-point game, a two-point game, it's a tie game. And, next, you know, the Bucks then extended this to 10, and it ain't even close. Once they get to eight or ten points, the Bucks, Celtics is done. It, it, it's been that way since, since, the, since after that first loss to them. The next, you know, three games after that, once they extended it to eight points in that second half, it was over with for the Celtics. The Celtics could not get it closer than that. They handled their business, man. But what's your thoughts on this on this series right here, Charlie? Well, appreciate that. Well, just like I told you on the on the last last you know show, I wasn't worried. I told you that I wasn't yeah. worried at all. I said I knew what was going to happen. You know, it was more the lines of what at the at the bus can adjust. And they did just that. They took out Brown, which I'm so glad they did. And they put in Miritich in the star lineup, which was, was beautiful, which is huge. Because then now you got Giannis that actually is a small forward slash power forward. You got him at the small forward spot as well. But did you you also got a stretch for a, a true stretch for out there, Miritich, which why you know you play for the Bulls as well. You know him well, very well mm-hmm. as well. He can shoot the three. But it takes it, it it takes the pressure off Giannis a little bit because Giannis can play free, but if they know they're gonna try to trap, they can kick it out and Miritich can hit mm-hmm. the three. Lopez can hit the three. Middleton can hit the three. You know, Eric Blesso, he's not a good three point shooter, but I love the way his mentality is, is attacking. He's been attacking Kyrie and that and that Boston Celtic team as well. You gotta give credit when credit is due to the head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks by making that mm-hmm. adjustment and starting Miritich and putting Brown on the bench. And then the bench for 
the Bucks is outscoring the bench of the Celtics because you got Hayward that is a non-factor. You got Rozier that is a non-factor. But then when you go over to the Bucks as well, you got Elias over that thing shots as well. You also got Hill, which is a better point guard with Twan again, like I always tell you, so you, you played the point guard position, so you know he is a veteran, but he also knows how to play when it comes playoff playoff time as well. He's getting to the rack. He's shooting threes as well. Then you got Covington, you know, for the Bucks as well. So you got all these players that know how to win, and they're doing it by winning in the third quarter pretty much. They every win it in the time. third quarter every time. Every they win time. it in the third quarter. Yep. You see what I'm saying? So, again, I wasn't worried after that first game. We knew – we you, you had the sense that they – they because this is what Detroit tried to do in game three and game four of that first-round series. So, of course, the, you know, the Celtics going to look at it because they had time off because they swept um, – they swept um, um, Indiana, excuse me. So, mm-hmm. when they was able to – you know, able to look at that, and then they stopped Giannis in that first game because Giannis forced it, and we all knew that. But he adjusted, and now that can't nobody stop him one on one. He's taking every, he's taking on everybody as well. So again, take it. You got to get credit where credit's due to the to Milwaukee Bucks. I said it was gonna be in six, but like it's gonna I be said, in five. I said six two, but yeah. I had changed it up from six you to did. seven. Yeah. After that, after the that first, first game, because this right. hang on now, you know, mm-hmm. Boston, you know, who, you know, technically is undersized at a lot of positions, you know, from right. their center spot, their power forward spot, and even they, uh, even, um, you know, they shooting guard spot because Kyrie playing the one, so even at they shooting guard spot, so you got a lot of undersized players there, but they had figured out something, so I changed, okay. changed it up. Again, right. like I said, I've been picking, you know, Milwaukee to go all the way to the finals, and I still had some winning mm-hmm. this one, but I had it going seven as I seen, hey, you know, if these dudes can lock down Giannis and, you know, the rest of these guys can't, you know what I'm saying, provide or, you know what I'm saying, and, and, you know, some type of impact, it's going to go, you know, it's going to go longer than expected here. Right. So, but, it, yeah, at it, the end of the day, yeah. It, no, go ahead, go ahead. Finish your, finish your thought. No, no, but I was just saying, at, at the end of the girl, uh, at the at the end of the day, you know, it's just like you know they they figured it out and they got it back together. Mm-hmm. So it's just like yeah, you know that again. That was my team. So and yeah, and that's that's what I'm rolling it's, with. But they, yeah. they they did scare me. I'll be the first to admit it. It's just like yeah. oh man, this this that's kind of scary here. Well, if you if you think about it, they struggle coming to they they struggle coming into the playoffs. Meaning the Boston Celtics. This is not your same Boston Celtics team that was last year. That grind, that grim, you know what I'm saying? That grit. They're young, they're hungry. You know, they're going to get after. This is not your same Boston Celtics team because now you're adding Gordon Hayward and you're adding Kyrie. You got to think about this is the first year Kyrie has played with all these guys. This is also, this is Gordon Hayward first year as well. Gordon Hayward is coming off the bench, which is something different as well. So you figure it's going to be. Go ahead. Only, no. only Gordon Hayward was really the first one. Kyrie, he didn't play with him in the playoffs. But he did play with him a little bit before he shut down. So right. but I, I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, but you know, saying, it's right. just like because the young boys, you know, saying had more control, and now they exactly. got to kind of curve, you exactly. know, at least Kyrie. I don't, I don't. So far, I ain't seen Gordon Haywood. You know, is, has been looking like Gordon Haywood when he was at Utah. You know, he looks more like a role player than he looked like the right. money they spent for Gordon Haywood. Right. So. Right. Uh, he he ain't he ain't showed me much yet. He ain't showed right. me much of anything at all, right? Yeah, now. It's just, so, it's just, you it's know, he get his thirteen points here, but yeah, it's just, they had to just, defer to him. That's my point. They had right. to defer to him. 
Yeah, it just it just again though, like again, like they when it's all said and done, Milwaukee can beat you. Inside they can beat you. Outside they can beat you up physically as well. And it all starts with Giannis as well. When Giannis gets going, who can stop him? Seriously. And like I said, when Mitchell got inserted to the starting lineup, that changed the whole series. Now when you get Michael Brogdon back, that went, now when you get Mike, Michael Brogdon, which I feel like if they, if they beat Boston 4-1, to one, he's coming back in the Eastern Conference Finals. That's hands down. You think about it. You could easily move. You need to bring Michael Brogdon off the bench and still have Mitchell start. So you, 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 he's like pick your poison. That's why I was never worried. You ain't got to rush him back, though. You ain't got to rush him back. But you don't have to. Right, you don't, right, you, right, you don't have to. But you, you, it's a sense of, like, with this team here, man, they, they confident. This is not the same ball, um, Milwaukee team from last year. Just, exactly. it's, it's not, man. So, again, I feel like they're going to win it. And they're going to win it in Milwaukee, and they're going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. Um, that's, just, that. that's, uh, that's, that's, that's just my take on that one. So, yeah. Okay. That's what's up. All right. So let's jump over to the West then. Uh, let's talk about uh, tonight's game and just, just uh, or, or series in general so far. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about the the, uh, the Warriors and the Rockets. So I'm actually defer to you and let you start that one off and stuff. We I know we both was watching it, but I'll let you get your thoughts on, on, on how this series going so far. Like I said in the last show, I appreciate that. It's like I said in the last show, you have two teams that don't like each other. <laughs> I mean, look at tonight. James Harden got his revenge by slapping him down in the slapping Green down in the face, and he hit the ground hard as well. That was just revenge because he got scraped in the eye in game two as well. I mean, just two teams that don't like each other. I mean, it's going to go seven games. I said Rockets in seven as well. I still believe that. Now you're seeing a Rockets team is that if, if Chris Paul wouldn't – if Chris, if Chris Paul don't get hurt, they're beating, they're beating Golden State. They're going to be Golden State. Still disagree with that one. They're going to be Golden because if you because because I put it to you like this. I put it to you like this. Yeah, Steph Curry had Steph Curry had thirty had over thirty tonight, but he's been struggling the past three games. He's been struggling. Clay Thompson's been struggling. And how long can that Hampton five is going to work? That's just my take on that. And then I'm put I'm gonna put it to you like this, Twenty. They're getting beat up on the they get beat up on the boards. Especially on the offensive board, so that's the key there. PJ Tucker is a, is being a huge X factor as well because he's averaging a double double, which I'm so glad he's doing because he's hustling, he's rebounding, and he's hitting the jump shot, and he's playing aggressive defense as well. Just wish he could stay out of foul trouble. James Harden doing what he's doing. Chris Paul is finally being Chris Paul after he was complaining to come game after game one and game two. He's finally playing. So again, Kevin Durant, man. That dude, if you take away his you take away his points, and if he wasn't on Golden State, Golden State would get swept. And there ain't no disrespect to Clay Thompson or Stephen Curry or Draymond Green. But you can tell, man, Kevin Durant is that glue, man. Can't nobody stop it. Man, that that dude is playing lights out. I I I, I gotta give credit where credit due, but James Harden is right there. As well, and then officiating has actually been okay. It ain't been the best. 
It ain't been the best. I can't, I can't even say okay. I'm going to say and, below and, average, but keep well, going. Well, I'm in. Well, I'm in. And, and I'm it, in ain't even just, it ain't even just this series either. It ain't even just this series. It's, it's been all of these in the Eastern and Western uh, semis. Man, it, it's been I'm some so, bad I, officiating. Absolutely. Go ahead. I, I agree. I, I put it to you like this. Again, we, again, we agree to disagree. After game one, the officiating hasn't been that bad. It's, it hasn't been that good, but it hasn't been that bad. I just see that. that bad. I said below average. Well, below average, yeah. I mean, you can say below average, average. It's just, again, it's just you have two teams that don't like each other. They can't stand each other. And it's a series. I said Houston is seven. I'm going to continue to say Houston is seven. I feel like that the defending champions is finally, they're going to end up running out of gas. I feel like that Houston can do it. I feel like this is something Houston. Houston's going to do what they should have done last year, and that's beat. Golden State in seven games, so they're gonna do it this year. But I'm gonna I'm defer it to you because I know you okay. got you know you got a lot to say as well. Yeah. I didn't want to spend yeah. too much. I didn't want to spend too much time on because I'm yeah. I'm way into I'm way into that till we get to Portland and Denver. We, we gonna, That's we what I'm gonna save all my energy for that. You know because I mean again I'm not a fan of either team, but I do not like Golden State. But I respect what Golden yeah. State has done for the league. But this guy's no, a little I, haterism I, in you. I, I, God, why are you going to say that about me, man? You why are you going to say I'm a hater, man? man. Look, look here, man. In I'm going to tell you like a little <laughs> quote for a, for a movie. Ain't no hateration, no hateration, holleration, okay? I just, <laughs> I just, again, I'm not a Golden State fan, man. But at the end of the day, I understand what they have done for the league. But they time is up, man. They, they time hey, up. And, and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it to you like this. Yep. They time may be up. But it ain't gonna be against Houston. Now, I'm okay. still disagree with you on last year's playoffs. You got too. the flow. You got the I flow. Chris Paul wasn't gonna make that much of a difference, man. He really wasn't gonna make that much of a difference. The same way he really ain't making that much of a difference right now in these playoffs. He does what Chris Paul does, floor general type stuff. He hit a couple of shots here and there. But let's keep it one hundred here. The one that's been keeping him in this is James Harden. James Harden been averaging almost 30-some-odd points per game and a little bit over in the last couple games in these last four series. Point blank period. The rest of his team ain't really stepping up and doing much, including Chris Paul. You know, there's still too much flopping going on out here. There's still too much crying. There's still too much acting in this series, um, mostly or mainly on the part of Houston, which is still agitating to me, but I'm going to give credit where credit is due. We know Harden is the score. I just wish he cut out all that other nonsense, man. It's, 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 it's slowing down the Florida game. It's, it's, again, it's what message are you sending to the kids if you think you could just go ahead and flop down, you know, every time you pull up a jump shot. Chris Paul did it like two times a night, and literally nobody even touched that man. They stood straight up, and he just threw up a jump shot and fall backwards. So um, that's how you're going to try to win that game. And officiating already been below average anyway. Don't expect to win that game with these fake, you know, these phantom calls that you're trying to get by, you know, throwing yourself backwards like a kid throwing a tantrum here at the end of the day. But I just don't think that this team, regardless, they in their house, they won they two the same way Golden State won their two. But when it all said and done, even if it go down to seven, you're going to have to come back to Golden State. You're going to have to come back to Golden State, and you're not going to win there. And you don't prove you can't win there. Now, I get what you're saying about, you know, Golden State was getting out rebounded. Yeah, both both uh you know, both games in Houston, they was getting out rebounded. They weren't hustling, you know, they weren't, you know, putting in that work like they was doing in Golden State. They're gonna have to figure it out, they're gonna have to get it together. Steve Kerr is a good coach where he, you know, knows how to put them together. 
Now I'm going to go back and uh, 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 talk about something that you said earlier about how Curry has been struggling. If you go back to even before they even got, um, before they had even got Kevin Durant, every playoff series, you know, into the uh, Western uh, semis, um, into the Western finals, to the, you know what I'm saying, NBA finals, Curry has struggled. That's what he does. He'll pull out some games where he'll give you 25 or 30 points, but the most of the series, he didn't struggle. It's the rest of the team around him that rallies, and that team is deep, and they bench is deep, that they do enough where they can still win. They can still be anybody out there, hands down. Boogie would have made this series, you know what I'm saying, a whole lot easier for them. He got hurt, you know what I'm saying, it happens, you know, they, you know, next man up is what I always say, but they went back to their regular normal lineup and stuff. They, they that team until, until somebody proved to me differently, which again, it ain't going to be, it is not going to be Houston. They ain't nobody going to beat them right now. At, at least not in this round. You know, they just got too much firepower and Durant, you know, kind of like uh, a, a lighter version of a Giannis. He can't be stopped. His shot is, you know what I'm saying? From the outside is golden. And then when he started going to the inside, you might as well hang it up, man. You're going to have to foul him because dude is too long for you to, you know what I'm saying, just think you're just going to take his, you know what I'm saying, his inside game away, whether he's driving, whether he's laying up, whether he's posting, whether he's doing, you know, 15-foot jump shots, whether he turn around jumpers on you from the post. You can't stop that dude, man. He's he too hard to defend, you know, on anywhere on the floor. And that that's that's my take on it. So well, before we go to commercial break, you got more well, Yeah, well, hold on. I, it sounds like you got a little – the hateration in your heart for these rockets. Nah, don't do me like that. I see that. You know, I was, nah. I was just being quiet. You know, I was just being quiet, just sit, just don't sit back. Like I'm that. like, I, I got you, man. I got that's, you. You got some. You got some hateration. That's that's. Hey, I, I put it to you like you, this, you, man. You go, I, I, you go say, you gonna say you like all the slopping in the game. You well, go, you know, I'm not cool with that. No, I'm not cool with that at all because that's not basketball. But I will say this. I will say this. We haven't even talked about one of the most one of the key pieces of the Houston Rockets, and that's what Eric Gordon has been doing on the floor as well. I totally forgot about him, and I do apologize about that. The man been averaging over fifteen points. He's been getting this shot as well. He's been a he's been a key factor to this Houston Rockets Houston Rockets team as well. Also, so we can't just forget about what Eric Gordon has done, what his impact has been on the floor as well too. The man can hit the man can hit the three. He can take you off the dribble and he can get to the lane as get to the lane as well. So again, it's two two. We both know we do know what teams that can do, but again, my question is and then and my question is for Golden State, and we're gonna revisit this as well, how long can that Hampton five hold up? Because at some point you gotta put you you can't Eagle Dollar is getting up there. He tweaked his knee towards the end of the game too. As well in that fourth quarter, which a lot of people may not talk about, but I see this where he tweets his knee a little bit, so he's getting up there. But at some point, you have to assert Andrew Bogut into that starting lineup. At some point, you have to because again, you're getting beat up on the boards. You're getting beat. You're getting beat up on the boards by PJ Tucker and Clint Capella. Not so much really Clint Capella, but just PJ Tucker alone. So again, you can't keep playing that Hampton Five. You gonna play it if you gonna play a play in the fourth quarter. I get it, but as long as you keep playing that Hampton Five, you're gonna get beat up on the boards, and that and that's key right there because that leads to second, that leads to second, second chance points, third chance points as well. That is that is my take on that. Okay, so remember as well. that same Hampton Five is what, <sighs> what had them struggling, all of them out there outside of Harden. You know when they went to Golden State, that Hampton Five was working fine. 
it's execution at this point. You can't be lazy out there because, like you oh, said, on the boards, especially offensively, you know, um, all these second-chance points that uh, Houston was getting um, in, in these last two games, Golden State, they look lackadaisical out there. They they need to, you know what I'm saying, get their minds right. You know, it shouldn't have been that point. Games three and four should not have been like that where, you know what I'm saying, it's just constant, you know, Houston back on it again, Houston back on it again. I, I'm literally seeing long rebounds go right past yes. their head. They're just watching them float over their head. How do you let a long rebound go over your head when you don't even try to reach your arms up and grab it? That's what I mean. So it's just like Kerr going to get them right. Kerr going to get them right. That's the end of the day. That dude, he, you know what I'm saying, that's only, is a champion, you know, mm-hmm. as an NBA player, but he's also, um, he, he's also, you know what I'm saying, that championship coach. So, I mean, it's it's they're gonna get it together. It, it, it is what it is. I just don't think at the end of the day, and I ain't taking nothing away from Eric Gordon because I've seen him play well. You know, I, I've been watching him since back when he played with uh, the University of Indiana. You know, the boy has always been a very yep. good player. I won't take mm-hmm. anything away from him at all. But there's times with this Houston team that he defers or he disappears, and that's not a good thing. You know, and then um, talking about PJ Tucker, PJ Tucker was terrible in the first two games. You know, he get home. And, you know, now he got that fire underneath him, you know, and he's able to hustle more, you know, and just get grimy on defense and things of that nature. What was that in the first few games? You can't, you can't do it sometimes. And I'm saying the same, same thing about Golden State as well, too. You can't be sometimey either. You know, you have to execute whether you're on the road or you're here. Otherwise, you're going you know to end up overextending yourself to, you know, to a game seven. And you, you probably don't want to play it that way, but, hey, that's what the reality is. You've got to figure it out. You know, that that that's that's my take on it. So okay. again, it ain't taking nothing away from nobody, it ain't it ain't hating, you know, but at the same time, I really don't want to see no more of this flopping. It's it's getting very irritating. I, I can't keep watching this crap. That is garbage. You know, I'm just glad that the reps didn't call them. There was a lot of them they didn't mm-hmm. call. Some of them was called and they were supposed to be called, but there was a lot of them that didn't wasn't called. So I'm glad about that. But they need to start throwing cheese. If you're going to keep th- doing this stuff and slowing down a game like that and flopping, the same way you're going to throw the flop on the defensive player, you throw, uh, throw the tee on the offensive player if they keep mm-hmm. doing that because this is getting ridiculous, man. It's slowing down the game, and then you got guys down there rolling around and acting like they damn near got a concussion. Excuse my language, too, but it's just like, seriously, man, just enough is enough already, man. This is ridiculous. And you ain't seeing this out of no other series but this one. And you ain't seeing this out of no other team but Houston. It's just like, come on, man. Let's let's get over this, man. This acting job is done now. It's really done. It's overdone, and people are tired of seeing it. I'm speaking for the people. I, I know I'm tired of it. Hey, look here. You may be speaking for the people, but some people, some people you may not, some people you ain't speaking for because again, you know, and that's people that are fans of the Rockets as well. And you know they got the okay. calls like this oh, in the okay. season. Okay, okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan of the Rockets. I'm not a fan of the Rockets. Look here, I'm a basketball you, you, fan. Yeah. I, you, you absolutely correct, but I'm a I'm a fan of it. I'm a basketball fan of the game. You know, I'm a, I'm a student of the game by learning every time I watch basketball. Again, when it's all said and done, I feel like that Houston is going to pull it out. But again, we'll wait and see. That's 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 fine. But as a fan of the game, since you're not a fan of the team, you, you, am I not speaking for you? Is you getting tired of seeing the flopping? Well, of course. I mean, I don't want to see. Okay, I don't want to see. Flop, I don't want to see flopping. No, but, you, but again, but again, you're not speaking for me. You know, you say you're speaking for the people. You technically not speaking for, for me. 
you know, as well. So I got you. I, 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 I got you. If, if you on board with the flopping, then I'm speaking for you as well as the people who's supposed to be in the flopping. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, man. Just, I didn't say you. Working I'm the regular speaking season. for you as, you know what I'm saying, which team you like. I'm uh, uh, speaking for the people who think it's in the flopping. I got you. And again, it's been working in the regular season, so it transitions to the playoffs. So, I mean, we'll just see what happens. See what happens. We'll see. We'll see. All right. So, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we're going to talk about the rest of these playoffs and hit y'all with our final thoughts uh, before the close out. So, y'all stick with us. Uh, hear a word from our sponsor. From the sideline, people. And we're back. Thank you all for taking the time to listen to our sponsor, um, Anchor, who, uh, you know, provides this show for us and, you know, hosts and distribute us. So, but anyway, we about to jump right back into this uh, into this playoff discussion, and we are going right back to the East again. So we are gonna go on here to talk about the Raptors versus the Seventy Sixers. So, um, man, me and Charlie had a little debate back and forth, um, this and that and the other about these Raptors when they won that first game against the Seventy Sixers, and I told Charlie, uh, uh, Mister Big Ten analyst, that the Raptors couldn't keep them up. <laughs> um, <laughs> But and I was correct for that for the, uh, those next two games here. Uh, but game four, Raptors came back with a vengeance. Kawhi, I mean, Kawhi been doing his thing the entire time, I'm going to be honest. But, you know, the rest of the team finally started to step up in, 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 in game four here, which, you know, it should have been, you know, it really should have went the other way, but the Raptors just pulled it out. I mean, I, I don't want to say pulled it out because, you know, it, it was an impressive win. They pulled away. Is is what I what I mean to say there. They definitely pulled away. Um, you know, like I said, Kawhi thirty nine points. You know, um, his man Sockum. You know, well, only with nine points here. But you know, again, you had the rest of these players who were able to step up. Um, you had you had uh, uh, Marcus Saul end up with uh, his sixteen, and Kyle Lowry, who uh, Charlie, Mister Bobo, been killing this man, but. He has stepped up in these last couple of playoff games here. Yes, he has. He, he, he's scoring some points, you know. He, he he's getting the team involved like he's like he's been doing. But he, I mean, he's really, really, uh, he's really stepping up his game here. So, and then Danny Green, you know, providing you a little impact as well. And even Serge Ibaka, who's never really been a big scorer, you know, gave you twelve in that game. You know, on the other end, you got. Um, again, Jimmy Butler still doing his thing with the 29. You had J.J. Redick who finally broke out of his slump here. But then you had Ben Simmons who, man, I think he really needs to invest in going into working on his jump shot. Last year, last summer, after the end of the playoffs, he told, you know, media he wasn't working on his jump shot. He wasn't changing anything. Um, I think you really need to take a look at your jump shot and, uh, and, and decide to, you know, work with a coach to get that together because averaging 10 points here, throughout these playoffs is not cutting it, man. You're supposed to be the, the star of this team, or, you know, the real star even before Jimmy came over there, and you're not looking like it. You know, hell, you know, if you ain't going to be the real star, at least be part of the big three with Joel Embiid and Jimmy Butler, and you're still not doing it. And then Joel Embiid, you know, after going off the last two games, he went back to struggling with only 11 points. You know, Tobias Harris, who was supposed to be that spark plug, he not, to me, he's not giving you enough or uh, giving Philly enough 
that what you expect out of him, especially as, as, as the type of shooter he is. But, you know, that's, that's my take on it and stuff. I still think that uh, Philly can go on here and pull this out, but it's definitely going to be another one of those games that's probably going to go the distance and go all the way to game seven. Bobo, well, what have you been observing in this in this city here? I've been observing that it's a 2-2 series. <laughs> Let's just start with that. <laughs> uh, meaning that it's going yeah. se- <laughs> to go seven games. Uh, yeah, you, definitely. You, just, you really just don't know. I mean, oh, man, Kawhi Leonard, what can you say, man? This man has been averaging over 33 points mm-hmm. in these playoffs along mm-hmm. with Kevin Durant, man. That's like Jordan S numbers, man. What mm-hmm. I, would you agree, Tony? That's your yeah. error right there. Jordan, that's, that's Jordan yeah. numbers right there. Yeah. So, man, you got to take your hat off to Kawhi Leonard, man. But, yeah, Kyle Lowry, he, he must be listening to the show because he's definitely been, he definitely been showing me something as well. <laughs> I mean, he's he been averaging double figures, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he was a key factor to that win as well. You know, he was able to, you know, get to the rack. And he was able to be aggressive. And when I say get to the rack, I mean getting to the, getting to the bass, getting to the lane and being aggressive you know, being being an aggressive point guard, like he know he can play as well. And then Marcus Saul gave you six like you know, Marcus Saul gave you some quality quality point, you know, quality minutes yeah. and gave you points as well to go along with that. Danny Green finally gave you some points as well because he's been struggling in this series altogether. Yeah, as time. well. Um so but I'm so disappointed in Philadelphia. And the reason I say that is is that again Joel B only want to show up when he wants to show up. How yeah. you go from being a dominant big man in game three, in game three, and then somewhat in that in game two win as well, and then you just not show up at all in game four. Okay, I get it. You weren't feeling well the night before. I get all that as well. But I'm a, I'm like Shaquille O'Neal said. When you when you there to play, I need you to play, and I agree with that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You need you need to play. You know, I I don't I don't want to hear no excuse. This is playoff time. It's either win or go home. You see what I'm saying? So now it's two two, as well. And Kawhi Leonard, <laughs> again, I'm gonna go back to him. That man is playing with a vengeance in his eyes. That look here, we not gonna get swept by a team that just got put together in a trade. <laughs> what I mean by that is Jimmy Brother got over there in the trade. Tobias Harris got over there in the trade as well. And then and, and, and I do agree with you, Twenty, is that again, Tobias Harris is not giving you enough at all. And then Simmons, he definitely does need to get a jump shot, especially he's supposed to be knowing the next LeBron James. At least LeBron James got a jump shot at some point as well. You have to get something as well, you know, because you – you're not going to make it in the NBA just by being a slash. I mean, yeah, you could be a slash, but at some point you got to be able to hit a 15-footer at some point as right. well. And Jimmy Butler <laughs> consistently agree. And, again, Jimmy Butler just doing what Jimmy Butler does as well. But he can't he can't do it by himself, man. Jordan B, gotta be, he got to be he gotta be that sidekick for Jimmy Butler. And yeah. if he's not, then they're going to they're gonna lose, you know, as well. I still – I don't – I don't – I. Again, I don't know if I favor Toronto or if I favor Philly, but you just see this game either going seven. Either it's going to go six or seven. If Joel and B don't show up, then it's going to go six. Um, if Joel and B does show up, then it's going to go seven as well. So you just you just don't know. But like I said, Kyle Lowry must have heard the show because he has stepped up. He has been scoring points 
as well. Not just from the free throw line. He's actually been scoring from the field. He has been hitting a couple threes as well, a couple pull-ups, but he also been going, you know, going to the hole and being aggressive as well. And then also Sergio Baca been doing this thing as well too. He's giving you quality minutes and quality points as well, and being aggressive on the defensive end. So again, that's yeah, just my take on that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You sure did. So again, like I said, it's 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 tied two two. It's going. You know, we'll see what happens come tomorrow night. But I will be watching Joe Embiid because just like I said on the last show, you're not the dominant big man in the NBA. The guy over in Denver that's averaging a triple triple double. Damn, excuse my language again is the best big man in the NBA in these playoffs right now. And I said it. I said it. So <laughs> I'm going to keep saying it again. So I'm going to pass back to you. Email people to is from <laughs> the sideline guy with an S. So y'all can go ahead and murder Charlie once again. Oh, <laughs> please. <laughs> please. Please do. Because just like I said, what you witness in over there in Denver and by being his first time in the playoffs is greatness. You have to respect that. But I'll wait till we get to that series there. But, again, that's just that's just my opinion on that. I'm sorry. I mean, please email because we can go ahead and go back and forth. I'm not afraid at all. So From the sideline guys with an ass at Gmail. <laughs> yes. Tell you ain't scared. Come get them, y'all. Please, please do. Please do. Please do because – because again, Don't like it all over again, bro. Yes, sir. <laughs> just like that. Just like a wise man said, men lie, women lie, but film and stats don't. And you can see it on film at the end of the day. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know. So that man said the best big man in the NBA. All right. I'm talking about in the playoffs okay. right now. I'm talking oh, about in the okay. playoffs. I ain't saying I ain't saying the NBA. I said in the playoffs right now. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. I give you that. I give you that. All right. So. Let's go ahead and get to this next round here. Uh, Western semis. This is what Charlie's been waiting about. So before we get into it, though, I just want to go ahead and remind a lot of our, you know, current subscribers, you know, how we have our own little group chat and we go back and forth at it on a lot of different sports topics here. You know, so we text back and forth all the time. Uh, you know, and then for those who, you know, and those who, you know, are new, you know, um, this this also translated into this Denver Trailblazer game. Charlie was talking big, big stuff, you know, when uh, Denver had won that first one. Hit me up via the text and everything and stuff. But then Charlie got ghost on me after they lost them last two, you know. So it was just like, uh, you know, you ain't got much to say here. So I had to send him a couple of screenshots and things and remind him how, you know, saying how it was going to balance out like Thanos you know, in uh, Endgame, you know, and in, in, uh, Infinity War had to balance out the world here and, mm-hmm. you know, bring life back to what Charlie was talking about. So, you know, obviously, since he was quiet on the group chat, um, the moment Denver won and pulled out, you know, a, you know, a close a close victory here because that's what it would, really was when they couldn't pull out four OTs, you know, but um, – yeah, they they pulled out this close victory. So now that now that I laid it all out for everybody, all all our you know current and new subscribers, I'm gonna go ahead and defer to Charlie again and let him you know kick off his thoughts, and then I'm gonna go ahead and kick off mine. So go ahead, Bobo, what you got to say? What you got to say? Appreciate that. I appreciate that outline. That was a good outline as well for everybody to know. I'm gonna keep saying it, and I'm gonna keep preaching it to the choir, to everybody, to to your ears. Till your ears bleed. Till you feel like your ears is ringing. You are witnessing greatness in these playoffs by a first-time playoff big man. Just think about it. 
think about it, four triple-doubles in these playoffs, two in the last two games. In the last two games. In the last two games. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Now, I will say this. I will say this. This has probably been one of the best series that I have watched in basketball in a very long time. And I'm not just saying that because of, I'm a Denver Nuggets fan, but just for the simple fact of what Portland has was is able to do, because I'm going to give credit to Portland as well, you know, with Damian Litter, C.J. McCollum, and them boys as well, with Rodney Hood and Seth Curry, and even Cantor has been, you know, dominate my big man until game four where he was quiet. But anyway, I get to that in a second. Hey, I get to that in a second. I will get to that too. I get to that in a second. I will get to that in a second. Go ahead. I will get to that in a second. So, got to get credit on that end. But, man, Mike Malone, he should be in the conversation for coach of the year for what he's able to get out of these, these young players to go along with a veteran, veteran Mill sap. I mean, man, it's just been beautiful. I mean, you got Will Barton. Will Barton that we discussed on our last show playing big minutes in the playoffs and just doing his thing. As well, him big threes, him big shots, being aggressive, playing aggressive defense as well. You know, he was a starter at the beginning of the season, but then he got went to the went to the bench. But he didn't cry, he didn't pout. He just he just waited for his his number to be called. And now he's finishing these playoff games, which is huge. And he used to play for Portland as well. And then you got Murray. Whew. Murray just, man, come, becoming a star in these playoffs, a young star in these playoffs, averaging over 25. I mean, what he's able to do on the floor, he can hit the three, he can hit the pull-up. I mean, man, he just it's just been a beautiful. It's just been beautiful to see, you know, from him as well. Then I got to go to my big man. Game three, 38-14-12. Yeah, they lost that game for overtime. One of the best damn overtime games of playoffs in history because he was tired. He missed those free throws. And I knew when they got, he got to the line, he was going to miss those free throws. It was fatigue. He played over 50-some minutes. But what are you doing game four? Let's take a look here for a second, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm going to go ahead and pull this up real quick. You know, on my end, let's see here. 21, 12, and 11. 21 means points. 12 means rebounds, 11 means assists as a big man. So, yes, I said point center. When you look at a player of that caliber, <laughs> and he's only been in the league, I'm just saying, you can laugh, you can laugh. Yeah, when you laugh with, yeah that's cool, that, and that's totally fine. But when you have a player like that that's only been in the league for three or four years, and he's able to put up those numbers the way he's putting up, you have to be at all, and you have to say, man, that's, that's, that's damn good numbers. Human language, that, that's just good numbers. As well. And again, I know what Portland can do as well, but it's just a beautiful thing what Denver's able to do. And they are a young team, young, inexperienced team being in the playoffs. The only experienced player that has been in the playoffs is, is Millsap. That's the only person. That's the only person that has been in the playoffs, and he's not, you know, he, this is not his first rodeo. So again, I got the Nuggets. I believe I said I had the Nuggets winning in six. I still believe that as well. But again, getting credit where credit is due. Four triple doubles in these playoffs. Shaq didn't even have four triple doubles, and I'm not comparing to Shaq because again he played for my Lakers. But I'm just saying, you gotta you gotta respect that. You have to respect greatness. But I'm just done. You know, I'm just you know I'm past you, Twine, because you know I feel like I said what I need to say. 
So I'm going to let you have the floor, you know, because I know you're going to say something about cancer. You know, yeah, he did what he did, but he was very quiet at game four. He was super quiet. Actually, I'm going to bring that up before you even before you even jump in. What did he have? He had five points. He had ten boards, but he also had four turnovers, and he was in foul trouble. You know, so he's been dominating my big guy, but my big guy still been doing his thing as well. So I'm going to let you have the floor, Twani, as well, because I know you've been itching and crawling to say what you need to say as well. So I'm going to let you have the floor. But just like I said, point center, you know, as well. You know, because he's able to get his team involved as well, not just himself. I'm just saying, man. I'm, man, I'm just saying, man. It's, it's greatest, hey. man. Just saying, but I'm going to let you have the floor. You know, it's okay. your turn. All right. So, first, I'm about to break something down for y'all right here. Let's 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 start with Jokic. Um, you can't be – it can't be greatness if you were just doing this, you know, three, four years in the league, and now it just started to click for you. You get what I'm saying here? It took it a while for it to click. I would have been more impressive if he was like uh, the Mavericks rookie coming in averaging a triple-double as a rookie doing his thing. Now, I know the Mavericks ain't in there, but I'm using it as a prime example. It's just like here's this 19-year-old kid, you know, first year in the league who's been playing overseas, come over here and play with these vets, and boom, he dropping, you know what I'm saying, triple-doubles left and right, just killing the league, just surprising everybody, you know, to the point where Denver was like, hey, we don't need Dennis Smith no more. We don't need this person no more. We don't need that that person no more. We're going to build around this kid, this kid, the future. That's what I'm impressed about. Not, you know what I'm saying, Jokic, who, you know, he's been three, four years in the league. You know, pretty much didn't nobody hear about him until this year, you know. So I give credit where it's due, you know what I'm saying, because it finally clicked for him, you know, because if it didn't click for him, he probably wouldn't have been around either on this team or much around on any NBA team at his height, you know. Let's talk about that, too, at his height and not being able to, you know what I'm saying, put together at least some, you know what I'm saying, decent games of double-doubles. So it clicked for him this year. So I can't call it great. So I'm going to give credit where it's due, you know, because it ain't a lot of big men that's doing what they do, um, um, doing what he's, what he's doing. But I also got to, you know what I'm saying, kind of go rewind back on that first series. He got a triple-double, two triple-doubles against um, San Antonio. That San Antonio team, again, even though it's a Greg Popovich coach team, it was still a depleted team because they lost a lot of their good players over in that trade getting rid of Kawhi Leonard. And they also had to send Danny Green over there as well, too. So it's not the same team. And the big man over there uh, for, for San Antonio, he wouldn't be starting if, you know, San Antonio didn't have to make as many moves they did just to go ahead and try to, you know, get rid of Kawhi because he obviously didn't want to play for him and, you know, try to get something back decent in return. Yeah. That team was definitely depleted. I, if this was like last year's San Antonio squad that he was doing that, I'd probably be more impressed um, at the outcome than I was of this year's team because this year's San Antonio team was bottom of the barrel and they, you know, since they snuck in to get this, to get that playoff. So let's, you know what I'm saying, keep it 100. Not taking nothing away from Jokic again, but again, when you don't have a big man who was able to battle, now we're going to talk about cancer, battle and bring it to you. And that was what I was telling you from the very beginning, Charlie. Kansas and played on, on the Western Conference. He didn't play in the Eastern Conference. So he has he has the finesse game. He has that, you know what I'm saying, bang game. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, you want to talk about Kansas game. Kansas been taking it to, to, to Jokic this entire series up until yesterday point-wise. He still grabbed 10 rebounds, and you still got to remember, he has a separated shoulder before this series even started to the point where in game three in the four-overtime game, 
your boy Jokic was playing dirty. Any opportunity he had, he kept slamming into his shoulder. They line up on the free throw line, and he's literally slamming himself into his shoulder. And his the coach is calling it. Kansas pointed out, and they still wouldn't stop it. He's purposely, you know what I'm saying, putting more pain into that shoulder on purpose. It's not him banging him in the post. They standing on the free throw line at the moment of the shot going up. He ain't trying to grab a rebound. He's trying to purposely damage that man's shoulder and hurt him to where he can't perform or where he has to be on that bench, which I found that kind of foul. You know, I, you know what I'm saying, be, 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 be classy than that. Be better than that. You can't – if this man frustrates you that much and you know he got a, a – a hurt shoulder, a separated shoulder, you go, you know, because you can't do anything against him, you're going to start slamming your shoulder into him to, you know what I'm saying, to make it sore or, you know what I'm saying, pop it out of place more. That's foul to me, man. It's just like I can't honor that one right there. You know, you've been getting banged on. He's been taking that other shoulder and banging you in that post. He's been, you know what I'm saying, rebounding with you. He's been scoring with you. You know, they've been doing minute restrictions on him because of the fact of his shoulder. But at the same time, you ain't got to go to that extent to, you know, to try to take a man out of the game because he gets the best state. So I'm going to just put that out there, you know. But at the same time, again, that's that thing. Uh, cancer shoulder, after that four-overtime game, he did not want to come out. He told the media that. And the reason he stayed in as long as he did is because it's a playoff game. So that man fought and grit through pain. He grit through somebody who purposely trying to knock him out of the game and still did put in work so they can win that four-overtime game. But obviously the results is a little bit different when that shoulder is hurting even more now. But he still was able to pull up 10 rebounds. He was still able to do his thing and get them 10 rebounds. So, uh, <clears throat> But at the end of the day, in, that, in, in, in this particular game here, you needed somebody else that was going to step up here. And the weak link right now, and kind of like uh, what you were saying about Milwaukee, Charlie, uh, where a change needed to be made and getting Brown off the court, um, Portland needs to go out here and get rid of Harkless. I, I can't keep dealing with this dude anymore, man. He has been terrible throughout these playoffs. He don't bring anything defensively for you. He's always in foul trouble. He's not grabbing any rebounds. And his shot, he don't even have a good shot. Why are you out there that much? You know, I mean, his minutes went down in this game, but it's just like you need to cut him down even further. He shouldn't even be out there starting. That's that's just real talk, man. You got you got to find another way out there. Put Evan Turner out there. Evan Turner like six foot seven. And he got a body of a power forward. He can bang out there, put him out there a little bit more and allow him to do some things besides getting two shot attempts the entire game and only 12 minutes of play. You know, you got you to gotta get something else going on here because it ain't working with Harkins. That, that's going to be the killer. I still got Portland winning this in seven. Um, you know, I, I need Damian Lillard, and I still need uh, uh, McCullum, you know, to kind of get their three-point shots in line, which means not, you know what I'm saying, start landing them more. Stop shooting them so goddamn much. Oh, man, my bad. Excuse my language. Um, because <laughs> they frustrate me. They still doing what got them their first loss. They really did. And I apologize, family. Man, I'm a fan of both of them, but they, it's out of control. Two for seven again for my goddamn letter. Four for eight for McCullum in, in this game here. It's just like y'all not allowing other players like Kansas you know, or, uh, again, like Evan Turner when he comes in, you know, really get a flow going on. Collins should have had, you know, more than, you know, saying five-shot attempts. You know, he was he was awesome in, you know, in game three in the, in the triple overtime. You have to allow your players to, do, you know, saying get involved here as well, too. you got to start causing mismatch. Now, I'm going to flip it back to the other side over here. Denver, I'm with you, uh, Charlie. Uh, Murray is growing up before your eyes. He's becoming a young superstar. You know, this man, you know what I'm saying, took it over the top with 34. You know, it's just like, whoa, 
You know, just like, yeah, I see it now. I see it. He's doing his mm-hmm. thing here. He still got to he still got to limit his three point shot too because he's shooting that too much. But at the end of the day, he still turned it on where he needed to. And you know, that's your X factor right there. You know, uh, I understand you know what I'm saying giving props to uh, Jokic, but your X factor is your point guard. Um, and at the end of the day, he he handled his business, man. So he caused well, problems out there. Well, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this real quick. I mean, because I understand your passion and everything, and your, you know, and your fire and your thought. I get all that. So I just want to put. I pulled up his stats. I mean, the, the big man. So in 2018, he averaged 20, 20, you know, 20 points, shot 51 percent from the field, 10.8 rebounds, 7.2 to 7.2 assists. That's 2018. 17, he averaged 18, 18.5, shot 49.9 percent, almost 50 percent, 10 boards, over six assists. 16, he averaged 16, shot over 50, over 57%, 9.8 boards, almost five assists. Then his rookie season, of course, he, you know, he had nine, you know, nine, seven, and two. So the man can pass the ball. You know what I'm saying? The man, you know, he's not averaging, he, you know, he's not averaging a triple-double a game like your Russell, your Russell Westbrook, but the man has proven over these four years that he can pass it from the center position, you know, like no, uh, like no other, you see what I'm saying? So that, that's just how I'm putting that in that, in that perspective for that. But again, at the end of the day, I feel like that when it's all said and done, Denver is going to pull it out in seven. I, well, I said six, I could, I could go seven, but I'm just going to go six because they proved they could win on the road. Which is which is good because they can you know now home court is back in Denver as well. We both know how home court home court advantage is. You know when you mm-hmm. when you go when you when you know now it's a you know now it's a seven game series. It's you know it's, it's you know it's, you got to win two now two out of three. You know as well. So again, these young boys ain't playing. They not playing. They going up in front of your eyes, and Millsap is is. You know, it's, it's that general out there, that that leader, that veteran that's just getting everybody together, and they playing, they playing as a team, they playing as one. And like you said, Murray is man is a superstar. I even said that. You know, if Harris could get his act together, that's your big three right there for Denver: Harris, Murray, and Jokic. That's your big three, as well. Or you could ask, you could literally put in Malik Beasley, as well. You know, because he can play. So again, just beautiful, man. That you got Mason Plumlee doing this thing. So again, when it's all said and done, Denver's gonna pull out this. They're gonna pull it out, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I'm gonna rub it in your face, like I, you know, like I will, nah, and bro. tell you, I tell nah. you so, <laughs> you know, as well. You know, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do that, you know. So, I, 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 I'm gonna remind you too. I'm gonna remind you too that you said this. So when I'm like yeah. you up about this loss, this okay. feeling loss. Don't say okay. that I didn't warn you. <laughs> like I Don't feel like bad that warned you. I'm going to touch on something, too, because you yeah, just go dropped ahead, those go stats. Ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Here's the key yeah. stats. Here's the key stats about your boy. Regardless of he can't pass, one, that's a lot of the Western Conference, what they always had. You can go back to Olajuwon. You can go back to Tim Duncan. You can go back to David Robinson. You can go back to Shaq. Shaq was always a phenomenal passer, making nice passes and setting his players up. But, when he, but these are also guys that have been dominant is where well, they didn't have to pass that much. But Western Western Conference teams, their big men are known mm-hmm. to pass. You know, they're not, you know, the banger types. You know, like I said, cancer, you know what I'm saying, they've played on both sides, so he has that experience now. But the key stat 
that you failing to forget, like I said, at this point, that's why it's still not that impressive to me because it took him a while to get to this point was the fact that you're still seven foot and 250 pounds. And it took you this many years, third season, to actually get it together. At seven foot, he should have been averaged me at least a well, double double before the passing. Well, you at know what? Seven foot. I, okay, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, 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 no excuses. Seven no, foot, you should be averaging at least 11 boards, not even 10, 11 boards. And that's between offensive and defensive. Uh, you know, pick and choose how you want to, but you should give me a total of 11 boards, and then you should at least be averaging me at least 10 to 10. I, I'm going to say 10 to 12. You, you should be giving me a double-double, and he wasn't doing that. That's your okay. key stat right there. Okay. Okay. I'm going to counter with that. That's seven the foot. Center, the, the center – and the reason for that is that with the center, with the with the he, because he wasn't a star center when he got there. You got to think about that. Remember that the Port, Portland got Denver center. Mm-hmm. He was a star center over there. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, of course, he couldn't even take a spot. He couldn't even what, take a spot. And that's, and, that's, and that's fine. So when he left, because you got to remember, Mason Plumlee came over there. So when he left, Jokic came into his own. So I mean that's fine. But I mean again, at the end of the day, I mean. His rookie season, he was only playing 21 minutes. You see what I'm saying? He was only that's he was, enough right there, though. I understand. I understand right there. But I understand that. But again, when you say 20, but, but, but when he you say 12 20, off the bench at 20 he, at 20 something minutes. But here's what I'm saying, though. Who to say that he wasn't getting the touches that he was, though? That's what I'm saying. Because again, I read off his stats, man. He only he only scored 10 points, and he only had seven boards and 2.4 assists his rookie season. So again, he wasn't he wasn't getting the touches that he normally would get. But the man was shooting over 50% from the field as a big man. So you got to respect that as well. 50%? I would give respect. But come 50% on now. could be 50% right by the basket, Charlie. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's, you know, it ain't, it ain't shooting. Okay. You know, okay. sometimes he just put it back. Okay. He could be tapping it back in. That's okay. You know, we got to look at all. We got to break it down. Okay. We got we to gotta break it all the way down if we're going to do it like but that. The, but, <laughs> but, the man, but the man can shoot the three, though. That's another thing, too. I understand that. He, he, he can shoot the three. Yeah, he's showing that now. He showed the last season a little bit he could shoot the three. It wasn't as consistent as it is now. But he showed that last season that he could shoot the three as well. Now you're able to see it because, again, he wasn't in the playoffs. Now you're able to see it what he has done in the regular season. This man's been doing this in the regular season. He's been averaging some triple-doubles in the regular season. It may have not been as many as, like I said, Russell, Russell Westbrook, but the man has been doing what he's been doing in the regular season. So that's what I'm saying, man. He's doing against – he's doing it in the playoffs. Like, that, like you, you have to respect that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to as a, as a seven-footer, you know what I'm saying? That's averaging almost averaging them in a triple-double? Come on, man. Come on, come on now, man. It wasn't no yeah. lack of respect. It wasn't no lack of respect at all. Okay, I understand. And it would have been more impressive to see it if it was his first year in and it just, boom, where this, yeah. where this dude come from. Like Denver's, uh, excuse me, like Dallas Mavericks rookie coming in like, man, where this 19-year-old kid come from, you know, right. just dropping these triple-doubles like that okay. versus, you know what I'm saying, he is a guy who had to, you know what I'm saying, had to, he had to work his way up to that. And it's all of the, uh, the first time in a playoff. So I don't want to, I don't want to hear that as an excuse. This is his first time and he got, you know, you know, four triple doubles or anything like that. No, because, you know what I'm saying, it's all of their first time outside of Paul Millsap and all of them are doing impressive things. You know, that's not greatness to me. It's, you know what I'm saying, you're doing what you're supposed to do and you know, you're not getting rattled, you're not getting shaken, you're not getting broken by a couple right. of losses or anything. Right. And that, and that, that's, and that's why I'm leaving. 
leaning to as a young player. Because, you know, as a, you know, young players, they let that get to them. You know what I'm saying? Especially with a, with a one of the four overtimes a night, two nights before, and then you, you got to come back into that place, come back into Portland where you know it's a hostile environment because Portland is one of the hardest places to play in anyway, and then you do it again, that's why I say you're witnessing greatness because no, he did it in four over in four overtimes. He did it again, back to back, man. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that he's greatness. I say you're what you're witnessing is greatness because he's doing it at the center position. You see, I'm saying in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Damn the regular season, human language again. We ain't talking about. The, I'm talking about in the playoffs, and I'm talking about against competition. Just like you said, cancer was taking it to him. But the man still doing what he was doing. He was still putting up his numbers, but he's getting everybody involved. You know what I'm saying? Well, he can easily take over the game, and he's not. You know what I'm saying? He's finding players involved, and they're hitting their shots, like Harris, like Barton, like especially Murray as well. Murray is 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 benefiting this the most out of everybody, especially Millsap, because Millsap, Millsap, all Millsap got to do is move, and and man, it's been a couple passes where. He not hit Millsap, and Millsap wouldn't even expect it, but he just like, that's a beautiful pass. Because, again, he's better set up his, his teammates than to set up himself. That's what I call a true teammate right there from the center exactly. position. That's all I'm, that's exactly. all, that's all that's, I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying anything that you're saying because, again, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm saying what you're witnessing. you're witnessing is great. Right. That's what, what you're witnessing right now is from somebody from the five. You're not seeing that from Joel Embiid. He can do that. That's that, and that's the sad part. Joel B can do those things, but he's even not if, doing even it. if he did, I still I still wouldn't say witnessing greatness well, what, because I've seen other big men do this before. You I know? understand, but I'm, you know, but I'm, I'm a little older. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 right. I watched that. You know, I, I, right. I've seen them do their thing. You know, it's just like I've seen. You know, I've seen Kareem do some things like that. I've seen a lot of them. It's 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 not it's not greatness to me. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. You that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get them involved and stuff. You know what I again? What I don't honor though is the dirty play that I seen out of them in that overtime game. You know, it's just like if that's how, that's that's, that's the level we got to boil down to. To you know, what I'm saying so you can start getting you know, what I'm saying doing your thing. Then you know, then there's there's some issues with me that I'm I, and I wasn't gonna let that slide. I'm definitely bringing that up. Cancel cancel play dirty too. So you can't just you can't just put Where that on on your he, he wasn't playing dirty. What, what, you what, weren't playing what, dirty. What, what, I'm, I'm asking. Come on, he been. I like that. It's been some. It's been some plays in the playoffs in this series that he has been playing dirty too. I'm not saying Jokic. I'm not saying Jokic has not been playing dirty. I get it. It's the playoffs. You know. So we can even go. We can go to the Houston Rockets and and Golden State. We can see some. Some again, flopping is not a dirty play, but we can see some dirty play for both teams as well too. Again, it's just it's just playoff. To me, it's playoff basketball. That's how I look at it. At the end of the day, this ain't no, and they know, and they know. How can I, how can I put this? It was dirty play back in the nineties and the eighties in the playoffs. Would you agree? Yeah, and, and nobody you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Oh no, no, I'm not. I'm not like but I'm just saying. Jordan, I'm just saying. Jordan, I, Jordan rule. Shaq had the mm-hmm. sack. Uh, right. Nobody right. respected it or honored it then. I don't want to see I that agree. now. It's, it's I, the late I 2000s agree. now. Come on now. Let's I play ball. I agree. You know what I'm saying? You hustle. You go out there. And you grind. But, you get positioned. You do all the things you talk. If you got to get dirty, to you know what I'm saying, to give yourself an advantage, then I can't respect that. But, but that's, I don't but that's see what I'm but that's what I'm saying. It's been it's been the playoffs since, since ages. That's that's what playoff basketball is. And I'm not saying Jokic he's not a dirty player. You know what I'm saying? Jokic's not a dirty player. But again, 
this is what playoff basketball is all about at the end if of the day. I, if I see it again, I'm going to start calling them dirty. That's what I'm going to have to call them dirty. I mean, you can call a lot of players dirty. dirty. <laughs> you just call Draymond Green dirty. Draymond Green a dirty player. You know, to me. Draymond? You gonna, you call what some, you see out yeah. of Draymond? Man, come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. Come on. Let's see. Here we go. See, no, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there because it's going to sound like I'm a hater. I'm even, and I'm not I'm a not, hater. I'm not even. I'm not, I'm not a hater. Okay. I'm just. I'm just. I'm not a. I, I, so I respect that's, what they do, but I'm not a fan of that. But that was an actual um, play. Man, it come on, man. Twice. They were all twice, going for the rebound. Twice. Okay. Rebound. Okay. Well, that's what, okay. Well, all we go, going so for the go, rebound. So go for the twice. Okay. So I get it. I get it. It's all I get going it. for the rebound. It. You're not I slamming it to nobody's shoulder. You know, you purposely looking at that man and waiting for that ball to be released. Mm-hmm. So you just slam it to his shoulder. You're okay. going for the rebound. You're looking up, and your hands okay. are clearing to grab and reach and extend. Okay. You know, the okay. seven foot should be doing that. Go after a rebound okay. instead of slamming to somebody's shoulder. <laughs> That's what I'm okay. saying. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Draymond Green is 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 the key example. You know, to the eye twice, to the eye twice, okay. All right. To the same eye. Not to the not to the not to the other eye, but to the same eye. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm just leaving. Let me ask you this. Going hundred miles an hour, whether you run it or not, and then you, your arms are slaying. They 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 all over the place. Can you can you purposely hit somebody in the same eye twice? Let's let's think about that. You know, I don't know, man. Say, can you purposely if everybody you going full speed, full speed, you you telling me at full speed you could purposely hit somebody in the same eye twice going full hey, speed. He, With that person going full speed, I'm gonna you put, going full speed. I'm put I'm gonna put it to you like this. He did it. So that's I'm gonna just leave it there. He did it. Draymond Green did it. I'm not gonna elaborate no more on it. I'll just say it was in the same eye twice. Bro, you know. So again, you know. No, I don't. I want. This is what I do know. It was the same player twice. That's all I got to say. I'm gonna leave it there. Hey, I'm gonna leave it there. Said something like Dennis Rodman grabbing somebody in a in a privacy area oh, well, we dirty. Know. You know, oh, uh, more than once. You know where he started pissing players off, and they, you know, kind of, and they were standing still. You know, something like that. Yeah, but when you all jumping, moving, and y'all all going high speed, okay, I, I can't see you poking somebody okay, in the same I eye twice you, intentionally. I put it like this: you're not even looking at that person. I put it like this: the man, the man played dirty. You saw it tonight in the game when he pushed, he pushed Chris Paul. But you know, hey, but you know, but it's but it's going ninety miles an hour. It's okay. I get it. I get it. You know, when it when it comes, when it comes, when it comes. But I'm just saying. But here's what. But you know, when it when it comes with it. But again, I don't like dirty playing basketball either. But that just that's just how it is in the playoffs versus the regular season. It gets it gets chirpy. It gets it gets chirpy, and people they get you know players get riled up, and that's just what playoff basketball is. It can get hey. physical as well. So it can get not... physical and it can get chirpy, but you can't keep doing the same thing consistently all the way through and tell hey. me that that's chirpy. That's not. That's I... not. That's not. That's not being physical. That's not. You know what I'm saying? Getting a little rowdy. It's you know what I'm saying. You you intentionally going after this man's shoulder more than once the entire game versus you know what I'm saying. I didn't Draymond see all that. Somebody in the, I, I don't know how you didn't. Every time didn't he lined up on the free throw line. Uh, every time he lined up on the free throw line, that's what he did. Don't worry about it. I'm going to send you the clip because it's out there. <laughs> it, 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 don't worry. And trust me, it was a good uh, – uh, Portland had over 20 um, 
Portland had uh, over 20-something free throws, and so did Denver in that in that overtime game because it went all the way into overtime. And every opportunity yeah. he had to get, he went at his shoulder the entire game plus four overtimes. So I can I mean, just imagine yeah. how sore that, that, that already separated shoulder is to begin with. It ain't going to take I mean, much to pop it out. And, I mean, that's fine. I mean, but, again, at the end of the day, it's playoff basketball. It may not be pretty. And again, you don't want to see it. You want to see it. You want to. You don't want to see it. But I'm gonna just leave it there, man. You know, I, I just said what I had to say. You know, I mean, hey, just for sure, for sure. Just, 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 just leave it there. For sure. All right. Well, we are gonna go ahead and hit the final talk. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and let Mr. Uh, point Center over here start here. <laughs> <his final> <laughs> oh man. I so we close I, out. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. My final thoughts is this. Two, 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 three, one. I mean, you you kind of expected that, but you didn't expect that. It's just, it's play out, it's just play out basketball. You know, I want to see how home court advantage holds up, holds up these next, these next couple, next couple, next couple of days, excuse me, because I will be watching as well. And, you know, can give a home, can give a whole home court, can Toronto hold home court, can go to state hold home court, can Milwaukee close it out, which I know they can. We shall see. Well, I also want to touch on this too. I was so disappointed that Daniel Jacobs and Calo saw Alvarez fighting. And here's why I say that: when you know you are natural middleweight which is Jacobs. He's a natural middleweight. Everybody, we, you know, we all know that. And you're bigger, taller than your opponent, which is Alvarez. And again, not taking away from that at all. And you don't use that to your advantage. And you just get dominated like that. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. You pretty much just embarrassed the whole middleweight division. I am so serious. Because again, yeah, he may have threw a lot of punches, meaning Jacobs. He may have threw a lot of punches. But Alvarez landed his punches. I mean, he. I mean, every time you turn around, he was getting hit with a jab. He was getting. He was getting knocked to the face. He was getting hit to the body. He was getting knocked to the face. He was getting hit to the body. You just, you know, it was like Alvarez knew that he wasn't as tall as him or or as bigger as him, but he knew that he could use his speed. You know, use his speed, which he did to hurt Jacobs. You know, and then Jacobs had this opportunity to hurt him when he hurt him in the ninth round. And didn't do nothing. I was like, are you serious right now? So you had him hurt. You had him tired for the first time in the fight. And you did knock him out. I was like, yeah, Alvarez won. I had a seven. I had a eight to four. Some analysts had a seven to five. I had eight to four. Where they had seven to five at? I guess they must have thought Jacobs won the 12th round. I didn't think so either. Jacobs didn't win the 12th round. I feel Alvarez won the 12th round because, again, all you saw was was that Jacobs was throwing combinations, but Alvarez was actually hitting him with his jabs, you know, as well, to the body and to the face and to the head. I thought he was going to knock Jacobs out, and, like, in the fifth or sixth round was one of those rounds. So, again, I take my head off to Alvarez, you know, Cinco de Mayo. You know, he did it for the fans in Mexico as well. You know, he unified the belts. Is he going to fight Triple G again? I don't want to see that fight. That's for sure because he beat he beat Triple G. You see what I'm saying? And so for Triple G to want to fight him again, okay, because you gonna lose again. So and I still believe he beat Triple G. But that's just my final take. So I'm gonna pass to you, Twenty, real quick before we close out your final take. 
All right. Mine is going to be real simp- simple, quick, to the point and stuff. Just looking forward to the rest of these uh, NBA playoff games here. Um, Want to see that the repping gets better. Um, get get to average. <laughs> Come up mm-hmm. from below average and at least get to average, man. Because you can't you can't mess around with uh, with with this type of this type of stuff here. It's already always been that stigma of you know saying NBA basketball is fixed. So um, and and that's been around since since as long as I can remember. And I'm an old head, um, you know, from the uh, early '80s of watching basketball. And it's always been that stigma. So if you don't want that to continue, you know what I'm saying, in these mid to, to late 2000s, go ahead and get above, you know, the below average at least and start calling these games much better. You know, mm-hmm. if, if you're going to slow these games down by, you know, missed calls and got to go go to the screen and review everything and all mm-hmm. the flopping and, you know, and allowing that to slow down the game and all the rolling around, you know, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, you know, you might as well you might as well make the calls in the first place where you don't have to do all that. So I, I need to see the ref get better. I need to see improvement on that one. Straight up. You know, y'all missing calls three seconds in the keys and you know, and all kind of other stuff. You uh there was a ton of push offs that I done seen lately. I mean extended arm push offs. Not just by any particular person, but a lot of, you know, saying people who trying to cross and get by somebody and a lot of too much, you know, arm extended pushing off on the on the defender and it's not being called. It, it's too much, man. So I do want to see improvement on that. I'm not gonna use uh, the Canelo fight as my final thoughts. I do want to say I watched it and I, I'm, I'm gonna just throw in real quick that uh, that Bob and Weave man was killing killing him. So Jacobs mm-hmm. couldn't handle it. Um, at the yep. end of the day, and you know Canelo, you know what I'm saying grew up um, because I've seen him uh, fight plenty of times in the ring, and he didn't look good. But I watched him yep. grow up in that fight. He he showed a whole new element that I didn't see out of him because he was yes. more of a power guy um, up to this point. Um, and now it was I'm gonna bring a little power, but I'm gonna bring this bob and weave, you know, and extend last. And he, hey, I I got to give him his props. He did. He handled his business and stuff. But but that's it for me on my final thoughts. And that must to say, like I said, I, my mind really had to just boil down to the refs these bad calls and allowing the, you know, unnecessary things like these floppings, this, all this acting and all these push-offs to, you know, continue to keep going here. So that's it for me. So uh, we'll be back with y'all soon here. We're going to go ahead and close it out. Thank y'all for listening. hope y'all enjoyed the show. You know, uh, me and Mr. Point Center are going to be back at y'all soon. <laughs> <laughs> so Charlie hit him with the handle here, and I hope it ain't Point Center. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I appreciate that. So, yeah, again, my twin, Charlie8606. Again, he's going to drop an email for y'all one more time before we close out the show. Any questions or thoughts, anything we can improve on, just drop that email, let us know. Again, like I always say, as we end the show, we're going to keep this train going. You know, two guys that love sports, We and the debate is here now. So you didn't hear it at first, but, oh, the debate is here. It ain't going nowhere. So, you know, we're going to agree to disagree as well also. So I'm going to pass to you, Tony. Go ahead and end the, end, the, end the night out, man. All right. So the handle, Twitter and Instagram, branding underscore elite. Um, and then the email is from the sideline guys with an S at Gmail. So hit us up. And we're going to go on here to close out the show. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate you all. Hit that subscribe button. Mash yes, it sir. down and go on here to send out the link, whether it's email, whether it's text message. We appreciate the love. So closing out. So from the sidelines. On the sidelines. All right, and we out.